Hey friends, this is Scott Kirby. I'm going to be playing a few songs for you and giving an in-depth interview uh, here on Tate Radio. Uh, are you here? Ha ha, it is somehow abundantly clear that you are here. And with that, I'm going to go ahead and affirm that I, your announcer, am here also. And therefore, I'm going to get this episode started. Coming at you from the beautiful Palmetto State, it is the Paul Leslie Hour. Welcome here. Now, a few of you asked about the mythical lost Scott Kirby live and unplugged tape. What's that? Well, it's when Paul E. Leslie invited singer-songwriter, guitarist, performer, and little flock recording artist Scott Kirby to do an interview and also come in, you know, face-to-face and play some great music recorded live and unplugged. So, Scott Kirby, being the great fellow that he is, kindly accepted the offer. They brought with him country Dave Edmiston, who accompanied on guitar. It would be the second appearance by Scott Kirby on one of Paul's shows. Will there be a third? Hmm? Along with the interview that hasn't been heard since the radio broadcast, you're going to hear some incredible singing and playing. Be sure to check out scottkirby.com if you dig the songs. Also, while you're checking out the World Wide Web, you might want to cruise on over to thepaulleslie.com slash support. The Paul Leslie Hour depends on listeners just like you. Every small, medium, or large amount keeps the show going strong. Now it's time that this precious recording find its way out into the world yet again. Here it is, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, we're joined here by Mr. Scott Kirby. He's come into our studio to play a couple of unplugged acoustic songs. He's going to be giving us an interview about his latest release on Little Flock Music, Row Me Home. And I must say, of all of his releases, I believe this one is the best one. So thank you, Mr. Scott Kirby, as well as the guitarist who's going to be accompanying him, Mr. Dave Edmiston. It's great to be here. Thanks for having us. Thank you. And also, thank you for your recent endorsement. I appreciate that very much. Oh, my pleasure. Who is Scott Kirby? You're asking me? (laughs) Sometimes I don't know myself. Uh, Well... I've been doing this 21 years. I grew up in New Hampshire. I moved to Key West about 21 years ago. This is my sixth CD of original stuff. Uh, I've been doing this for about 21 years now. Dave and I have been playing together for about three and a half years. Just got off the road for about three months in 20 different states, a couple of different countries, and uh, on our way back to Key West. And it seems like on this album, your roots play a part, especially in that first song, Blow Me Down to Kaoeso, because you're talking about your roots as in your heritage and how you ended up in, of all places, Key West, Florida. So tell us about that song. Well, um, it's interesting Interesting you say that because when, when we were recording this, Russ Kunkel, who produced this for me, said, you know, that might be one of the best songs you've ever written because you really captured 
five or six or seven generations of your family in about a minute, which is really difficult to do. But my my ancestors on my my grandparents' side came over from Ireland, and they uh, after the potato famine, they ended up in Newfoundland. Uh, if your listeners are not familiar with Newfoundland, it's a Canadian province way, way northeast, uh, a third of the way across the Atlantic to Ireland, actually. Uh, it became a part of Canada in 1949. And then uh, they migrated south down to the Boston area in the 20s, uh, where my father was born, and then uh, ended up in New Hampshire. And I ended up down in uh, Key West in 1988 and have, have uh, lived there ever since. So it's, it's kind of the dysfunctional family story of the Kirby's. So here on Tate Radio, Mr. Scott Kirby is going to play Blow Me Down to Kayaweso from his new album, Row Me Home. Okay, a little uh, unplugged version here. Family following the family And fishermen following the fish Sailors chasing the setting sun Tears of hunger These children of the Irish Island to island And town to town Rocky road on Newfoundland to a place called Blow Me Down Rugged place to call your home Snow and ice and granite and stone Hard to plant your family tree In the big grey rock, in the big grey sea they prayed for a better way Greener pastures and an ice-free bay Blow me down to Boston town In a brand new day Blow me down to Massachusetts Blow me down to the Chesapeake Bay Blow me down to Kiowasa so I'll think I'll stay There's something in our nature It keeps us sailing to the south As natural as that fish in your belly And that rum in your mouth all the way from the granite and stone Clear down to the coral and bone Every man has to find his way To a place called home Blow me down to Massachusetts Blow me down to the Chesapeake Bay Blow me down to Kiowasa so I'll think I'll stay 
What a morning on the bay I'm the luckiest man in the world today I hope I get to thank them someday Blow me down to Massachusetts Blow me down to the Chesapeake Bay Blow me down to Kiowaso Kiowaso Blow me down to Massachusetts Blow me down to the Chesapeake Bay Blow me down to Kiowaso Kiowaso I'll think I'll stay Thank you, gentlemen. We're joined here in the studio with Mr. Scott Kirby. He's talking about his new album, Row Me Home. A moment ago, you were mentioning Russ Kunkel, and he's definitely worthy of going into discussions. He produced this album, and needless to say, the production is excellent. Thank you. So tell us about Mr. Kunkel and your work with him on this album. I met Russ uh, about 13 or 14 years ago when he was coming to Key West to produce, I believe it was the Barometer Soup record for, for uh, Jimmy Buffett. And, of course, I've been a you know huge fan of Russ growing up listening to James Taylor and Jackson Brown and all the other dozens of great artists he's played with. And uh, Peter Mayer called me and said we were going to have dinner at Blue Heaven that night and uh, invited me along. So I got seated next, next to Russ at dinner and... Uh, we were chatting about Mark Twain stories, and uh, to make a long story short, the next morning, because of our conversation about Mark Twain's theory that if you did not have a lot of bad habits, you would have nothing to give up as you get older, Russ got up at like 7 in the morning and wrote The Bank of Bad Habits. So I have kind of an inspirational credit on that album for that, and that was really the first night we've ever met. So we became uh, really good friends through our interest in music and politics for the several months. He produced a, a number of albums in Key West over the years and always kept in touch. And about a year ago for Meeting the Minds, uh, he had a new CD come out. And uh, I asked if he wanted to come down to uh, Key West and promote his CD and, and play drums with us for a couple of shows, which he uh, was thrilled to do. And that was really the first time we've ever played together. And... Uh, after playing with us for a couple nights, he said, you know, when you do another CD, I want you to think about coming out to L.A. and uh, letting me produce it and doing it in my studio. And uh, so that's how this whole thing came to being. And six or eight months later, we were out in L.A. Uh, doing the record. What an honor. One of the songs on the album you co-wrote, with Russ Kunkel, and it's called Women in Grapes. We're right. going to play that cut. But uh, tell us about that song. Well, Russ and I were having lunch in L.A. a, a couple of months before we started recording, mm -hmm. kind of a pre-production meeting, and somehow we got talking to people about folks who hunt, and Russ said, I don't really know anyone in Los Angeles who hunts. And I said, well, I'm, I don't have any hunting skills either. And I said... If we were living a couple thousand years ago, we would definitely be, be gatherers, not hunters. And 
Russ said, yes, we would be gatherers of women and grapes as we were drinking wine, I might add. So we laughed about that, and uh, we just got thinking, you know, that's actually kind of a clever idea for a song. And uh, I should mention that a couple of weeks ago I was on vacation in Nova Scotia, and I have a few problems with some of my songs coming true. And a friend of mine had just planted a vineyard, and I happened to be there the day of the harvest, so I ended up spending a day picking the grapes. So I got some hands-on experience about gathering grapes and a sore back, I might add. From the Scott Kirby album, Row Me Home, Women and Grapes. With all this stuff in the media and in the public eye about the Beatles, I remember interviewing you a couple of years ago, and you talked about the Beatles as being an influence. I think most people that listen to your sound would identify it as heavily folk. But what would you say your influences are? Well, being about 10 or 11 years old when the the Beatles came out, I mean, that was the first – their records were the first records I purchased. I mean, I heard other music when I was five or six or seven that my parents listened to, but that was really the first thing that that came into my brain that was – that was my thing, not listening to my parents listen to Dean Martin or Chubby Checker or stuff like that, Elvis. and um, So they certainly were a big influence in that way. But when I really started to, to play guitar, I, I, I was really more drawn to uh, like the finger-picking style of, of James Taylor and, and the acoustic acoustic you know bands like Crosby Stills and Nash and that kind of thing. So really as far as my actual playing and developing my own style I, I was more influenced I think down the road by by the acoustic guitar players and then then the storytelling songwriters like Harry Chapin and Jim Croce and you know that whole that whole genre of folks that came along. I understand you'd like to play a song from uh, one of your influences as, as a kind of tip of the hat. Well, this is a tune uh, we actually play uh, on road on the road quite a bit. We do mostly my tunes on the road, but uh, Dave here is from the fabulous state of North Carolina, so we often throw this tune in, so we'll, we'll do a little bit for you. And in my mind, I'm gone to Carolina. Can't you see the sunshine? And can't you just feel the moonshine? Ain't it just like a friend of mine to hit me from behind? And I'm gone to Carolina in my mind. Karen, she's a silver sun, you best walk her way and watch it shine. But watch her watch the morning come. Silver tear appearing Now I'm crying Ain't I I'm gone to Carolina In my mind There ain't no doubt In no one's mind That love's the finest thing around They whisper something soft and kind Hey baby, sky's on fire I'm Dying, ain't I? I'm gone to Carolina in my mind. And in my mind, I'm gone to Carolina. 
Can't you see the sunshine? Can't you just feel the moonshine? Ain't it just like a friend of mine to hit me from behind? And I'm going to Carolina in my mind. All yours, Dave. Dark and silent late last night I think I might have heard the highway call The whisper something soft and kind Hey babe, the sky's on fire I'm dying, ain't I? I'm gone to Carolina in my mind And with a holy host of others standing round me know Still I'm on the dark side of the moon And it seems like it goes on like this forever You must forgive me If I'm up and gone to Carolina In my mind And in my mind I'm gone to Carolina Can't you see the sunshine? And can't you just feel the moonshine? Ain't it just like a friend of mine to hit me from behind? And I'm gone to Carolina in my mind. We're joined in the studio by Mr. Scott Kirby. Accompanying him is Mr. Dave Edmonston. Thank you guys so much for doing this. I wanted to talk about one of the songs on the new album. Before we play it, it's called Valentine's Day. And the last time you gave us an interview, I believe that was the day you wrote it. It might have been, but you <laughs> talked about it. It's an interesting song. My wife hates it, which has given me great inspiration to actually record it. Uh, well, I, I was in New Hampshire one day on a very cold uh, February day, and uh, Terry Letter, my my assistant, called me, and she knew I was she she knew I was up there alone, doing some uh, consulting work. And I wished her Happy Valentine's Day, and she wished me a Happy Valentine's Day, and she said, "Well, so what are you doing uh, today? Uh, are you getting a hooker?" And I said, <laughs> "I just matter of fact, I said no. It's just really hard to find a hooker on Valentine's Day." So she started howling, laughing, and. I started thinking that's really that's really complicated and ironic in a whole bunch of different ways. That so I decided to write this song, and uh, I got quite a bit of criticism from uh, my wife in particular. 
But as you recall, uh, about six or eight months after that, we had a, a certain governor in the country get caught with a hooker uh, on a number of occasions. And his final episode with the hooker was on February 13th. Because it's hard to find a hooker on Valentine's Day, so I was vindicated. So uh, it's kind of a, you know, it's kind of a, an, an odd song, but, you know, life is odd. So I just document what I see. <laughs> From the album Row Me Home by Scott Kirby, Valentine's Day. I wanted you to tell us a little bit about the musicians that play on this album. It's really a stellar cast. You have Jay Oliver on keyboards, Leland Sklar on bass. Uh, and Russ Kunkel also playing drums. Drums and percussion, right. Uh, Fantastic uh, musicians. Yeah, and uh, and Russ's son, Nathaniel, uh, who was, uh, was not really scheduled to work on the project, he ended up mixing it. And Nathaniel is a, an amazing engineer. Uh, he apprenticed with George Massenburg for three or four years. And when he was in his early 20s, he was recording James Taylor records as an engineer. So he ended up mixing it as well. And uh, a guy named Dean Parks did a lot of the guitar work and the pedal steel, and and uh, Russ put that whole package together. These are these are folks, obviously his son, uh, but these uh, Dean and Jay and uh, Leland are people that he has played with for uh, you know decades. And uh, as the producer, he uh, he knew that he knew these guys were were uh, you know efficient and fast and great and. Uh, we only had a limited amount of time to be out there, so they were just they, they were just the quintessential professionals and a great learning experience for me to, to work with these these folks. So uh, it was a, it was a it was a great pleasure. I remember a friend of mine was talking to me, and he said, "There is nothing in your life, my life, or any man's life that cannot somehow be tied back to women." That, and I said, "Well, that's not true, you know. What if? Uh, what about? Uh, you know, you got to work to make a living." And he said, "Yeah, but if you don't have a job, no woman is going to want to have anything to do with you." And every single thing that I listed off, he he tied back into that, saying that there's nothing that men do, period, that somehow is not connected to either. For life, well, if you're a heterosexual, more... yes, you're absolutely yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> and you have a song about that that captured that. Well, this, I mean, uh, you know, men's uh, man's pursuit of women is is not something new. I mean, it goes back to the the great ancient, you know, uh, peoples of the world, back to you know the Roman Empire and Greece and uh, the classics. But you're absolutely right. I mean, if you look at, particularly if you look at the some of the stupid things men do. I mean, we, we recently had a, a governor, you know, claim he was going to hike the Appalachian Trail, but he was in <laughs> Brazil with a, I mean, it's just unbelievable. I mean, uh, the recent major CEO of, of one of the largest corporations in the, the company, you know, ended up running off with a, a much younger woman who was a, was a, uh, a reporter at, at a, at a college magazine. So it's just, it's, I really got the idea from that from uh, Matt and Andy Thompson from the Massachusetts. They uh, they often uh, 
introduce many of their songs by simply saying it's a song about a girl. So I don't write a lot of necessarily romantic songs, but it is so often about the girl. So that was my uh, that was my little statement on that in that particular tune. From Scott Kirby's new CD, Row Me Home, it's all about the girl. You've had an association with a few musicians who I'm a great fan of, Peter Mayer, Jim Mayer, and Roger Guth. I wanted you to tell all the listeners about your friendship and association with them and also about a song that you have on the new album that you wrote with them, Row Me Home to Juliet. Well... I met Peter, Roger, and Jim, I, I think it was in 89, when they were had just come to Key West to work with Jimmy Buffett. And they would play down at Margaritaville, and uh, and I I would go down and uh, watch them play after I, I finished my gig. And um, we became friends, and I had a 32-foot sailboat at the time down there, and I recall taking those guys out sailing for, this, for the first time. And I'm not sure they'd ever been on, on, a, on a sailboat at that time. And I remember being a little perplexed that this is the coral reefer band <laughs> i would think but they've never been on a sailboat but you know as you guys know they're from you know pete and roger and jim are from st louis and um so that really uh, was the beginning of our friendship and uh i've worked with all of them over the years but of course pete and i have done a lot of touring in the last 20 years we've collaborated on a number of songs uh i've also co-written with with uh roger on a, on a tune or two but they've just, you know, great friends of mine. And, and if you know Peter Mayer, he's not only just one of the greatest musicians you'll ever meet, singer, songwriter, he's the classic triple threat. But, you know, Pete's a very, Pete's a very centered, inspirational, spiritual guy. And he's, he's, you know, this business is not easy down at our, at our level. You know, we're not making millions of dollars and we work hard and, you know, Dave can tell you we spent three months in a van this summer. We've driven probably 30,000 miles. Pete's always there with great sage advice when you have a, a down moment. <clears throat> this particular song, Pete and Roger and Jim and Russ Kunkel wrote 13 or 14 years ago when they were down in Key West, coming through Key West Harbor on a, on a boat. And they saw an old, an old timer rowing his, uh, his uh, his girlfriend and wife out to this boat off Christmas Tree Island, and it, it sat in Russ's desk all that time. Russ has mentioned it to me, been mentioning it to me for a dozen years. You know, we got this song we really hear you singing, and uh, so I finally heard it out in L.A. about a year or two ago. And uh, I really can't take a co-writing credit on this, although I did kind of bring it home and rearrange it a bit, changed a few words, and uh, was in a was in a Annapolis, Maryland, with Pete Mayer last year doing a show, and he did not know that Russ had passed the song on to me. And in fact, Pete had forgotten about the song. So it was kind of interesting. I actually got to play it with him, uh, and he he was kind of surprised because he completely forgotten he he had written it. But it came out great on the CD, and uh, we decided to kind of use that as a title track. So that's that's how we got to "Row Me Home." Maybe you'd like to play it for all the listeners out there. We'll take a shot at it. The storm is breaking There's no mistaking I won't see that coast of Newfoundland again 
this wooden canvas Never made to stand this Twist of Mother Nature's heavy hand But toys and treasures And my ports and pleasures The fading in the logbook of my life So revealing There's no concealing Of what remains It doesn't have a price Cause in a harbor town There lives this girl Surely gonna keep me in this world Row me home To Juliet Cause it's your face I can't forget Tell St. Peter I ain't I ain't ready yet Row me home To Juliet Emerald eyes Can seem to rise Above the waves I can reach beyond It seems impossible These seas are love Acrossable By its fools Rose and vagabonds You're the shelter From this rain You're the wind that calls my name Row me home to Juliet Cause it's your face I can't forget Tell St. Peter I I ain't ready yet Row me home to Juliet the shelter from this rain You're the wind that calls my name Row me home to Juliet Cause it's your face I can't forget Tell St. Peter I ain't I ain't ready yet Row me home to Julian. Row me home to Julian. Cause it's your face I can't forget. Tell St. Peter I ain't, I ain't ready yet. Row me home to Julian. Row me home to Julian. Row me home to Julian.
lovely song. Oh, thank you. Something that's kept me up for nights. That I've been dying to ask you. What type of topsiders do you wear? Ha! <laughs> Sebago. <laughs> yeah? And all my clothes are now provided by Vineyard Vines, by the way, which is a great company up in uh, New England. But <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, which I, I just met some fabulous people that, from that company. I have a lot of their clothes anyway, but uh, they, they've been really, really kind to me the last couple of weeks. So I, I need to mention Vineyard Vines. Yeah, I, I've had dealings with those folks as well. Great people. Great uh, couple of guys started this great company about 10 years ago out in the vineyard. And uh, we just played at the Key West, uh, the uh, Martha's Vineyard Songwriters Festival. So I uh, just had my, my uh, great uh, dose of the vineyard, which is one of my favorite spots. Well, gentlemen, it's been great doing this. Thank you so much. But before you go, we have listeners from all over the country and in many cases from other countries. Uh, we hear from people all over the place that listen to this show. So before we go, what would you like to say to all the people that are listening? I hate to sound capitalistic, but please buy my CD. <laughs> <laughs> If you don't like it, I'll give you your money back. No, I'm seriously just want everyone to be happy and healthy and uh, listen to original music. Well, you know, Scott, thank you so much as, uh, again. But uh, and I didn't ask you, I didn't give you any warning about this. But I was just thinking about this during the interview. The very first episode of this show, which as of a couple days ago just turned six years old, we played towards the end of the show. We played "Lucky Man," and I've always loved that song. And I understand if you can't do it, but before you go, would you send everybody on their way with Lucky Man? The old Lucky Man off the, uh, not Lucky Enough, but Lucky Man. I like both of those songs. Lucky, well, let me, give me 10 seconds because it's in, a, it's in Dad Gad, which is, <laughs> which is a whole nother tuning. I mean, see, now your folks can actually hear the, the tuning process, which is, which is fascinating. <laughs> Sound close enough for folk music? I'm not hard on the airwaves Right here by the blue waves And only that crazy heron knows my song Fishes swim and birds they fly I guess I'll sing until I die don't have time for rainbows anyhow Cause the moon is my flight The surf is my band Stars are my audience On the stage made of sand Some nights the loneliness sits It's too hard to stand Darling, tonight I'm a lucky man Riding on a trackless train Praying for a hurricane To knock me off my feet into your arms You say hello and you say goodbye Make me laugh until I cry don't have time for rainbows anyhow Cause the moon is my spotlight The surf is my band 
The stars are my audience On the stage made a sand Some nights the loneliness is It's too hard to stand But darling, tonight I'm a lucky man Got a guitar that God'll kill for Got a little tree house at heaven's door Fifteen good bartenders, they know my name And I like rum and I like wine Guess I'll drink until I die Don't have time for rainbows anyhow Cause the moon is the spotlight surf is my band stars are my audience on the stage made a sand some nights the loneliness is it's too hard to stand but darling tonight I'm a lucky man Thank you so much, guys. Our pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you for stopping by today. If you enjoyed our program, consider telling a friend about it. The Paul Leslie Hour is made possible through people just like you. So you want to keep the show going, right? Go to thepaulleslie.com. That's thepaulleslie.com. Click on Support the Show. And thanks to everyone who contributes. Performance of the intro music is courtesy of John Primerano, The Entertainer, written by Scott Joplin. End credit theme music is courtesy of John Primerano, the traditional song, Corina, Corina. Your announcer is Dan Gold. Hey, that's me. The show is hosted and produced by Paul Leslie. And we'll see you next time on the Paul Leslie Hour.